Guys, before we get into this week's edition of the Sam Sports Talk Podcast, I'm just here to remind you guys that today's sponsor is Sweet Dreams Confections Company. It's a nice little chocolate shop, one shot cross place in Middletown, Delaware, the best sweets in town in Delaware. Do me a favor, guys, go check them out for me today. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Sam Sports Talk Podcast, episode 27, episode 7 of season 3. The co-hosts are not with me today, unfortunately, but I do have a special guest. I got my good friend, Ethan Potter, football player over at Villanova University. E, what's going on, bro? How you doing? What's going on? How are you? Chilling, bro. You want to introduce yourself a little bit? Tell the crowd, like, what's going on? What you got going on, man? My name's Ethan Potter. I'm going to be a rising sophomore uh, at Villanova University, play safety there. This is going to technically be my second year there, but COVID year, we got an extra year of eligibility, so I'll be going in basically like a freshman again. So yeah, it should be fun to have a real season this year after some complications. Well, how many games did you guys even play this year? So started off scheduled with six. And uh, six in-conference games, league games, and then uh, two of them got canceled due to COVID. So uh, nothing with our team, other teams, uh, stuff like that. So we ended up playing four games in the spring. And uh, that was like our shortened little season for the springtime that we got in. Yeah, because then you guys are going back in the fall, right? So pretty much like your fall season got pushed back to the spring and it's like you'll play in the fall again now. You got a full season? Yep, basically back to back. Uh, seasons see how it goes with the short and spring season it's a little better because I mean it's not it's real hard on your body if you wanted to play back-to-back seasons right I mean just having only four games is a lot better um, in the meantime than playing 12 games and then back-to-back to another 12 game season I just feel like the physical like wear and tear on your body from football, like to run a back-to-back season is completely different from like another sport. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, every sport has like wear and tear stuff like that. Right. But I mean, in the sense of like the physicality of, well, really when we played in the spring, we only had, I don't know, maybe two months to get ready for like an actual season because we didn't know if we were going to play in the spring or not. So then once you go from that, playing on a shortened like wait time there to play in the spring and then going into a um into a into like only a four game season that was harder on your body on itself and then now hopefully i mean it's kind of shortened again because we didn't get that whole um spring time like lifting and everything how it normally would be and then now hopefully we can get everything back to normal in the um in the fall and then this summer so we can have our lifts and just go into it like a normal year would be. Right. So you left like what you left school like a month ago and were you about to go back already? Right. Yep. I left school probably the first week in May took finals online. And then now I'm still about to go back. I go in, I'm back in July 1st, but there's some guys on our team that moved in June 1st. Oh, so really? they had maybe two weeks off and they were right back up there. Yeah. So, I mean, really no time off from like having a spring season because we were playing games so late, but just in the sense of like, 
we have to get back up there because we have an actual right. yeah. season to play. So there's there's no time that, that we can waste. Well, at this point, I wouldn't even consider, like, time off for you because, like, obviously, like, you're still going to the gym and stuff and, like, trying to stay in shape and get ready and all that kind of stuff. Like, you, just, you have time off, but it's like – I know you, you're always in a – you're always in a gym. Yeah, so I mean – Always trying to get ready. It's not like it's never really time off when like you go home because like our strength coach sends us stuff that that we should be doing. And like just in the sense of like if you're a co- if, like you're a college athlete, you don't really have time off because if you're just sitting at home doing nothing when whenever you go home, like every time you go back, like there's a chance that they could bring somebody else in to take your spot. So yeah. I mean it's really like a job like not that it's like a professional sport or anything but it's the same kind of next man up mentality Mm -hmm. so you go home and sit down don't do anything for months while we go back and then you shouldn't be surprised if when you come back you're not a starter or a second string guy anymore you're third or fourth on the depth chart right it's like always a process for you guys especially like being in college like you said it's like not a job so it's pretty much like you're working to that next level like you're trying to you know people are trying to pay attention to like what you're doing. And like, I think if you fall off that like plateau, you stop working. It's tough to even like come back from that. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. If, and then there's like, you see it every year. There's schools that get like, like an sec school that gets like a five-star recruit, but then like the kid thinks he already made it. So he stops going as hard or working out like he did before. And then Mm. all of a sudden you never hear of him again. No, yeah, kids just fall off. And then there's three stars, like, pop up out of nowhere and become the stars. Yeah. It's, like, nuts. Um, So we talked Uh, about, like, we talked about for a sec that, you know, you're always working out, you're getting ready, stuff like that. What are you, like, eating on a day-to-day basis as far as, like, are you on, like, a a meal prep plan? Like, what are you you doing as far as, like, nutrition goes? So, like, for me, that, like – when I was in high school, a huge thing, like I've always been into like lifting, nutrition, like working out, like whatever, like that was always like my like side passion. And then it just so happened that it like, I don't know, it carries over to football because the better shape you're in, like the better football player you're going to be. Right. So like for me, I know like what I should be eating on like a day-to-day basis just from like teaching myself like so to say so like back in like over quarantine let's say I wanted to go into school I think I was walking around at like 190 like 293 pounds and like my goal was to walk into school at like 200 to 205 right so I took that time over quarantine I was eating like generally like 3,500 to 4,000 calories a day. And like, I was putting everything into like uh, my fitness pal app, like tracking everything that I ate. So I think I was eating 250 grams of protein, like however many grams of fat I had the day, like I wouldn't really track that. And then um, I was like pushing carbs really hard. I was pushing like 500, 600 grams of car or no, I think 500 grams of carbs a day. So like, I was pushing that like, so a day of like eating would be like, I'd wake up, I'd make like four whole eggs, a bagel, 
And then I'd eat like a bowl of cereal on top of that. So that would be like, I don't know, generally probably maybe 600 ish calories, probably something like that. And then like, I'd go have like a snack before I left and would eat like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like chocolate milk. And then I'd have like whatever I would want to have for lunch, like another meal. And then I would eat, lift, have like a protein shake, another peanut butter and jelly sandwich and like more chocolate milk or water or something like that. Yeah. And then for dinner, I'd have generally like a white meat or a red meat, like either like a steak or a chicken, like something like that. A ton of rice usually because it's the easiest thing to cook. So that was like, like just straight white rice was like the easiest thing to cook. So you cook like chicken, a ton of rice, and there's like your protein and carbs, and then just like eat that and then have another protein shake before I go to bed. And then that was like when I was really trying to put on weight. And now I'm walking around at at like 200 to 205. And like with talks with my coaches and everything else, this is like where I can like optimally perform at. So right now I'm only eating like the same kind of foods, but in less of like an abundance. So I'm only eating probably 2,500 calories, 2,500,000 calories a day. Um, whereas I was eating like close to 4,000 calories a day. So it all just depends. Like right now I'm just on like a maintenance stage. So just like cleaner foods, like less foods, like only three meals a day now and like cutting out like the different like snacks and stuff all the time, just stuff like that. Anything, the cleanest you can be and like the most clean calories you can get is like the best kind of like results that you're going to find. Right. Yeah. I mean, I just, so here's some backstory for you guys. So me and Ethan work together. So me and Ethan met last year, started working together. Like obviously like, you know, became buds. Okay. He leaves. I don't see him for a year because he's obviously off school, playing football, all that kind of stuff. This kid comes back a month ago and I'm like, yo, dude, you put on weight, but you didn't put on weight, like bad weight, like busk. I was like, yo, my boy is actually doing a damn thing. I love to see it. So that, that intake is working. Also, when you go to school and you wake up every morning for five, four, and your strength coach is yelling at you to hop on the scale and then proceeds to yell at you when you're too light or too heavy that's when you're going to really start to get the results when you're getting screamed at oh, at yeah. five in the morning yeah. you just woke up and then he's like, all right, bro, go grab three protein shakes, five weight gain bars, and you're not leaving the weight room. <laughs> yeah. Like right. it comes down to a point where like they're investing so much money into you that like that kind of stuff, like, isn't a choice. No, like yeah. we'd wake up every morning for, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays was freshman 545 lift. So we'd wake up, have to be in the locker room by 530, weighed in, all that kind of stuff. Half You have to eat um, like a meal bar and a protein shake before you could even like step foot into the weight room to lift. Oh, shit. 
and then um lift whatever practice then come out of practice and then another protein shake and a bar and then walk down to the dining hall and eat breakfast so and you're already like consuming all that shit before you even tap breakfast like before i remember like when on tuesdays and thursdays when we would have that we would be leaving practice probably around like it was practice eight to 10. So we'd probably, we'd be walking out around when people were going to like classes and stuff. And I was like, dude, like I've already been awake for like five hours. Yeah. Right. Like this is when the first class is. So like also being awake for that amount of time, like you eat so much more food because like your days are just so much longer. Yeah. And just the fact that like also being in college it's nice because dude like dining hall i swipe in a certain amount of swipes so like i can only swipe in like three times a day per se right but when i swipe in i can stay there for as long as i want and consume like as much food as i want to sick which is like a huge thing so that's like with us is like our our strength coach say we have somebody that's like really underweight he'll make you start filling out like um a meal not like a meal plan but like you write down everything you ate that day and then he's like all right this is good this is good this is good take that out and then he'll just basically tell you like you need to eat more so like stay in there longer you eat one plate usually eat three next time you go like stay there until you eat three plates and then like go back to your room or something so that's how that's how they like force you to get results out of yeah it. of course um so we you kind of tapped on it a little bit like tuesday thursday you guys have freshman lifts and like all that kind of stuff what is like when you're at school like what's like a daily routine for you is like as far as like lifting i've talked about that a little bit but like school and like going to practice and all that kind of stuff so like um in season this so like this wasn't really like it's hard to go off of like this season but going off of this season um so mondays mondays it was just a practice day so like i'll go off a monday schedule so monday i woke up wake up at um probably like 6 15 6 30 meetings at 6 45 um meeting 6:45 to like 7:15 ish um as soon as that meeting ends walk up to the facility um grab a shake and a bar and then start getting ready for practice at uh, i believe we started at 8:10 um this past uh season so walk up there after your meetings and everything get ready get taped up get stretched out go see the trainers whatever you need to do on the field by eight, eight, 10 ish. And then, um, start practice. We would have like, uh, so our practices are run by like periods. So I believe we had like 18 periods in a, in a practice, maybe 20 and they're like five minute periods. So I think that equals out to like, whatever, close to two hours. So end up getting off the field nine fifty. 10 o'clock ish and then for me i was a freshman so my lips were tuesday thursday 5 45 
everyone else that wasn't a freshman would either lift Monday, Wednesday after practice. So you lift 10 to 11 or um, Tuesday, Thursday after practice, 10 to 11. Right. So if you're an older guy, you go lift 10 to 11. For me, I didn't have to lift then. So I'd go back, shower, um, go down, get breakfast or drink another shaken bar, then go down, get breakfast. And then usually I would start, we can't take any classes before 1130. So 1130 is like the earliest class we could take. Mondays, Mondays and Wednesdays, I believe I had three classes. So I would have like a 50 minute class, I think 1130 to 1220. And then I had another one, 1240 to uh, 1.30. Right. And then I had a little break there that I would like go eat lunch, whatever. And then I would ask, I think it was at like 30. So 3.30 to 4.45, take that class, go back, eat dinner, do whatever. And then I was, so for a freshman, you have mandatory study hall. So like my mandatory study hall was, I believe, seven to seven to or no, it was six thirty to like seven forty five or whatever, like an hour fifteen minutes. Right. So you got to walk back up to to the facility, go into the football offices, like do whatever work you have to do for like the next couple of days, whatever, knock out some schoolwork. And then like after that, 745, they stopped serving uh, dinner at like eight. So if you wanted to like get any more food, like you'd have to like run over to the, the dining hall real quick, grab some right. more food. And then like a Monday, I got lift on Tuesday at 545. So I'd have to be up at five. So I'd go back to my room, chill, like watch TV, watch Netflix or something until about like 10 10 30 and then i try to be like lights out by like 10 30 11 like every single night right you want to be able to get a decent amount of sleep and get up at five o'clock or more that's nuts oh yeah well i mean like generally i i mean personally i like lifting i liked having the 545 lift because i like waking up getting my lift done and then going to practice. Right. And then after practice, I know I'm like, all right, cool. Like I'm done for the day. Like technically football wise, I'm done for the day. Like all I got to worry about now is like going to class, like whatever. But if you're like older guy, you have to lift after practice. So like you get done practice, you're like, man, dude, I'm so tired. Like, and then you got to go right into lift. Yeah. And then it's like, you're like, dang, like, I don't even feel like lifting right now. No, I feel like if you're one of the but older everybody guys, has their... you got to tap that lift after, dude, you probably beat. Oh, nice yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's no, old. that's definitely, I like lifting the earlier one because whatever, wake up an hour earlier and then get your right. lift in. But I mean, either way, you're going to have to be up early. What's the difference between like five or six? Yeah, I feel like. I feel like I would rather get that lift in early because, like, I don't know, man. I just feel like once you get – like, once we get done football practice, like, you were checked. Like, you weren't – you weren't trying to go tap the weights after that. You should be beat. Oh, no. Nah. So, 
Yeah, you're, you're trying to go get those calories back and, yeah, and exactly. chill. That's that's nuts, dude. Oh my god. Um, yeah. So clearly, busy schedule for you. Jesus, man, it's it's nuts. Um, so let's tap on some real quick. Um, so when you look at somebody in the NFL, like in the NFL, even somebody that's playing Cosball right now in a past, whatever, like when you were growing up, like who's the biggest inspiration for you on a football field? Mm, that's, that's hard. I mean, one of the first, one of the first um, players, like I really remember watching from a college perspective is, um, is Tyron Matthew when he was uh, at LSU. Yeah. So I remember, I don't even know how old I was. I had to be like seven or eight, maybe. And he, when he was at LSU, I remember watching him like at my house, like just going nuts, dude. Like he was just a freak in college. Yeah. And I just remember watching him and I was like, man, like this dude's a freak. And that's when he used to play, like he used to, um, like return kicks, like return punt. Like that's why I liked him because the man right. did everything. Like he'd, he'd lock down on defense, have a pick six, and then the team would have to turn around and punt it to him. And then he'd take that for to the house for another touchdown and has more time like their offense does. Right, yeah. So like he was definitely one of like my first, um, my first inspirations. Another guy I would say is like Ed Reed. I loved watching Ed Reed because I'm a huge Ravens fan. So, like, I loved watching him, Ray Lewis, just, like, the way they, like, approached the game every day. Um, they were, like, huge, like, guys that I would love to watch. thing now some people I like to watch is um, obviously everybody says, like, Jalen Ramsey, like, dude's just a freak lockdown corner. Yeah, like, right. he's, he's who you have to – he's he's the standard some guys set the standard some guys like try to play to the stand like he is the standard Mm -hmm. of like today's football like playing db basically um another guy i really like to watch right now that i've been looking at is uh jc horn yeah first rounder to the panthers yeah i i really like him um i know some guys say he's like Cause he's kind of built like me. He's like a bigger DB and he is, he does play corner, which is right. different because like I play safety, but like a lot of the same things that like people like, like knock on him that like I can like relate to because like, they'll be like, Oh, like he's, he's too big. He can't move like different things like that. And then you watch him just lock down. I think I, was, I remember watching when they played Florida this year. I forget the receiver, but man just had him on clamps the entire game. And just like the mentality he plays with, he uh I watched his YouTube the other day and it was at his pro day, and he was like yelling at the other coaches, like the coaches that were there watching him from NFL teams, like because they are doubting him, and then he comes out and runs like a oh, four three something for you. And he's like, I told you I was going to run that. Like, like I, like I'm trying to be the standard. Right. And like, just like that kind of mentality that like they approach the game with is like, if you don't like, not that like, 
a mentality, the mentality you approach football with can like change the game in like so many different ways. Like, Oh yeah, for sure. The guys that just have that, that like killer mentality, like that they're the best, like Dion, like all those different guys that, that like are just legends in the game. Like they all have the same mentality. So like, those are like the guys that I try and look at, like, just because like, you never know like how good you actually are, but if you tell yourself like you're the best, then like you're gonna play the best that like you can play. Yeah, might rub some people the wrong way or make you look like whatever. You have to back it up, but if you don't approach the game with that mentality, then you're already set behind like another guy. Yeah, that is the mentality you have to have. And like JC Corn, JC Horn is the best corner that came out of the draft. And yeah, people were, people were saying certain. I like Horn better. I like that. Thing. Yeah, I like Patrick Tame, but I think J.C. Homer is the best one to come out of the draft. And, like, the mentality thing you talked about, bro, like, you need to have that killer instinct. Like, you have to have it. It's it's an X-factor kind of thing. Like, if you don't have it, then you just – you won't perform. If you don't want to back up your play – like, I, I really like what you just told me about J.C. Horn because I didn't know that. And that's sick. That's how it should be. If you're confident – like, if you're confident enough in yourself and your abilities and what you can do on the field, back it up. Tell everybody. And he's doing a damn thing. Oh, yeah. He's so, doing it. He's a stud. Yeah, you I definitely got to – I think it was like his uh, – it was at his pro day. So, if you get a chance to go check that out, he's – you'll see what I'm talking about. He he has that mentality down pat. Yeah, I will um, – if you guys are listening to this, I'll just leave this – I'll leave that link in the description. I'll find a video and put it down there for you guys. Everybody can check it out. Um, so, next question for you, bro. Um, what is – like, what are some goals that you have for the future for yourself, like, as a football player? Uh, as a football player, I, I got a, like, I would say for a freshman, I got a good amount of playing time, like, this this past season. Yeah. Uh, I started on special teams, like, rotated in. Um, one of our players actually got uh, ejected in one game. So, like, I played basically, like, that entire game. But, like um, – just like I was talking to my coaches about it, like the next step is like to be a starter to like, instead of being like the rotating guy, like be the guy that like they can never take out of the game, like right. just different things like that. So like definitely like being a starter, like, I don't know, people are always like, oh yeah, like, dude, I want to be like an all American, like I want to be all conference, like whatever, but like whatever I can do to like help like the team out, like whatever my role is, but like, as long as that's like, up to my standards too which is like being a starter like being one of the best players on the field like whatever that turns out to be is definitely like the next step and like definitely being like a bigger leader um just different things like that being a leader a starter like just a playmaker in general are like the next the next goals coming with that yeah i like the fact that you didn't like blurt out yeah i want to go to the nfl you know what I mean? Because yeah. it's, it's a building block kind of process with that, bro. And a lot oh, of yeah, people, for like, sure. you mentioned, like, people want to be all conference, that kind of stuff. Because there are people that will just say that off rip, but they don't want to work for it. You know Oh, uh, I mean? yeah, no. So, but, like, yeah, it's the same guys that are like, oh, yeah, like, I want to be All-American. It's like, well, um, like, what are, like, a lot of our coaches are like, are you an All-American, like, in everything you do like are you an all-american in the classroom like do you have that 4.0 gpa like are you an all-american in the weight room like are you are you squatting 500 pounds like are right. you, like 
are you hitting the weights like every single day? And like, uh, that's what people think. They're like, nah, man, like, I just want to be an all American. It's like, well, what you do, how you do anything is how you do everything. So like, are you attacking life like that same, that same kind of way? Right. So like, that's just, I don't know for me, like, I like to make short-term goals. And then obviously like long-term goal is like the NFL, like anybody that plays college football, like that's your end goal. Yeah. But like you have to set those short-term goals so that you can like hit that long-term goal. Mm -hmm. So like, I can't be up here saying like, Oh yeah. Like I want to go to the NFL when I'm not even like a solidified starter yet. And like playing every snap of the game. Right. So like, there's just levels to it that like you have to go through. And I think a lot of people like just say, Oh yeah, like I'm going to the NFL. Like, I don't care what you tell me. That's like, well, no, I can't bro. probably have to start before that. Yeah. Right. It's a building block process, man. Cause you got to start on your own team. Like people need to pay attention to you out of that team. Like it's, it's incredibly difficult. I feel like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, just, just on our team alone, we have, um, I want to say 14, 14 or 15, uh, I think counting the freshmen coming in DBs just on our, just on my team. Really? So like just, and we run, we do run a five DB defense. So we run a three, three, five, but just to, just to stop, like just to start on your own team, you have to be one of the five best out of 15 players. So like, just to do that, like, um, is like a challenge in itself. And that's why you see so many guys like in the transfer portal and, you know, they don't start their first two years and then they get like discouraged. So they just like go to another team, but right. like that can be like that anywhere. So like um, a big thing that like our coach always says, he's like the big time is like, is like where you're at. So like make the best of like your situation. Like there's guys like Brian Westbrook, like went to Villanova, like there's guys, uh, him, Howie Long, like there's different guys that like went to like a smaller school and still are hall of famers, like in the NFL, whatever. And like, that's like his whole thing. He's like, yeah, you can try and leave and go to like an FBS school, like a a group of five, a power five school, but there's guys that have done it from here. So um, like, what's the reason not what's the reason, like, if you want that, go for it, but like try and make the best of where you are. Right. I think our last draft pick was, uh, was this guy Tano, uh, second rounder. He plays on the chiefs. Now he's a super bowl champion. Yeah. So like, it's obviously possible. You just have to, uh, like you said, use those building blocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no, I, cause, um, I got a text about you like during your season. Someone was like, yo, like Potter's getting a lot of snaps out there for Nova. And it was the same day that you guys played UD, right? So, oh, okay, yeah. What I want to ask you about, because I don't know entirely what happened with Delaware that day, but can you, like, you got any stories from that? Do you want to? Because I saw there was just like at the end of the game, it was getting real chippy. I'm not uh, entirely sure what happened. So I want to hear it from you a little bit. I mean, anybody that goes to either – so, like, let's put it this way. When I was getting recruited, like, there – I didn't even know, like, Battle of the Blue was a thing yeah. until, I, um, until I visited Villanova. 
Like I didn't even know like that they were rivals. And like we walked into the like out there giving me my tour, like whatever. Um, and we walked into the locker room and in our locker room have a whole wall like in our locker room, like dedicated to like just the Delaware game, like just the battle of the blue game. Are you serious? And I was like, yeah. So I was like, oh, like I didn't even like I really didn't even know that they were like rivals or like anything like that, because I had never followed like Villanova or UD football like that close before. Right. So like. Going into the game, like UD had a good season this year. So like they were like they were real hot. Like I don't I think they're they were undefeated. Yeah, they were. They were undefeated, like coming into the game. Um, they had like there's different like news stations and stuff, like having us getting blown out like 35 to like seven, like different things like that. So obviously, like tensions were high going into the game on our side because uh UD hadn't beaten us for I think. They hadn't beaten us in the last eight years. And I think we had won like 14 of the last like 16 years or right. something like that. So like we like kind of like saw it as like disrespect because like we hadn't lost to them like in so long. Right. Yeah. So like that's why like tensions were high on our side. And then they hadn't beaten us in so long. So like obviously are high there because like they want to get a win so um throughout the game i mean it was definitely chippy like all the way game like there's a lot of trash talk like back and forth but like obviously it's a rivalry game like that's That's like what's gonna happen and then like and then like just the end um i don't i i was walking off the field and then i guess they started like uh dancing on like our logo and stuff so i guess like a couple of our players ran over and then like you know when that happens like everybody else like starts riding like running over and then like in the end like it really didn't anything like no phone or whatever it was like pushing shoving the whole the whole football fight bit whatever you want it um and then like that was pretty much it after but i mean like props to them like they obviously got the dub so i mean like it just it just makes it more interesting for like this upcoming year too like tensions will be high again it'll be another good game like should be another like chippy fun like rivalry game like just like any other like sports rivalry or whatever like it's fun to be a part of that game because like i had never been a part of something like that because like i didn't go to middletown or like apo or something where like i don't know like you have like the Middletown Apple rivalry or like Middletown Smyrna, like different things like that. Like we didn't really have any rivalry or anything like that. So like being a part of that, that was just like a fun experience. And like, I get to be a part of it for like five more years. So that's, that's really going to like a fun thing throughout like college, I think. No, I think the the rivalry games, rivalry games are best just because like, obviously you're playing your rival. It's like hyped up, like, high tensions, whatever, like you were talking about. But, like, it just means so much more. I don't care if it's, like, a random-ass regular season game, like, whatever's going on, like, if it's in the playoffs, like, whatever. The rivalry games get you hyped, dude. Like, those are the ones you oh, look yeah. forward to the most. 
like and just like from we always play Delaware, like the Battle of Blue Games always the last game of like the regular season. Right. So like whether like one team's 0 and 10 and the other team's like 10 and 0, like you know that game's just gonna be a good game because of like how like the rivalry and like the tensions yeah, exactly. are high, like everything. So like yeah, that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a fun thing to be a part of for the right. next couple of years. Because you didn't, yeah, you really didn't have any rivals in high school, really, as far as like schools went. No, no, not really. Because uh, yeah. we're like an independent school. Like we couldn't really, we didn't really play anybody like that often. Like just different. I mean, maybe like St. Mark's or something like that. But yeah. like other than that, like that's probably it. Yeah, the, yeah, for sure. Rivalry games are the best. Um, I mean, I went. I went to Middletown and Napa, so I saw, like, both sides of the coin. Um, and I played football for both those programs. But it's, like, it's fun. It's definitely fun, the whole rival thing for sure. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. That is pretty much all I have for you, brother. Word. That is Sounds all I good. have for you. Um, e, thank you for coming on again, of course. Um, best of luck to you this season. Trying to come up for a game at some point in time for sure. I don't know what the restrictions are and shit up there, but I'm definitely trying to come up for a game. Um, guys, Instagram's at Sam Sports Talk. TikTok is at Sam Sports Talk. My Twitter's at Sam Lucchini. What's your What's your Instagram, E? What's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram's uh, Ethan.Potter. Word. So if you guys want to give my man Ethan a follow on the gram, I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that JC Horn video in the description. Guys, thank you for watching. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you guys next week.